all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Today, we're actually going to be discussing how to lower our blood sugar. So many of us have been diagnosed pre-diabetic or diabetic or maybe just have blood sugar instability issues. Now, if you do have blood sugar instability issues, this will cause you to hold on to more weight. So it's super important that we make sure our blood sugar is balanced appropriately. Now, for those who have been diagnosed pre-diabetic or diabetic, you have probably been told or told that you should or will soon be needing to monitor your blood sugar to kind of understand where you're at. But one of the things we want to talk about is how do we control our blood sugar? Now, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to monitor your blood sugar when you know you have blood sugar issues. And one of the reasons why we want to do this is one, it allows us to see how food is affecting us. Every food affects a diabetic a little bit differently. I have seen diabetics that do great on honey and agave nectar. I've seen diabetics that can't do honey or agave nectar. So it just goes to show you that everybody's a little different. Also, different grains are affected differently. So it's really important to monitor your blood sugar so you know how food is affecting you. Because when we have a better understanding and a bigger picture, we can more accurately control our blood sugar. A lot of times we think if we're diabetic, we have to necessarily be on a low carb diet. Now, while carbs do affect our blood sugar, a lot of times it's not necessarily the carbs themselves, it's the type of carbs and lack of fiber. And we're going to actually have some discussions now For me personally, I am hypoglycemic. I have been hypoglycemic since I've been young. I have always had naturally lower blood sugar. Sometimes it dips too low. And my husband will tell you just by looking at me, he knows where my blood sugar is at because let me tell you, I can go from sweet to super nasty in like half a second if my sugar drops. Now, And this is really important because we get the same thing too when our blood sugar goes too high. So again, it might be also leaning on a spouse, a partner, somebody close to you that really is like, hey, you know, you might want to go, I don't know, grab a cheese stick. (laughs) You know, it's kind of that, that way. And a lot of times we think of, well, if my blood sugar is low, I get to have candy. No. That is not what we want. Now, a lot of times, if it's super low and we need to get it up quick, yes, candy or anything high in sugar is going to bring it up pretty quickly. The problem is, as quick as it comes up, it will drop again. And that's actually where we need protein. So my go-to sometimes is a couple blueberries or some grapes, and then follow it up with a protein, maybe some almonds or a cheese stick, and then making sure I'm eating my foods on the appropriate time. So let's go over our three top tips for managing blood sugar. One, number one, is making sure you're eating on a regular basis. Some of the biggest drops and swings in blood sugar is because we're missing meals. A lot of us have a tendency to skip meals. 
maybe we're too busy or maybe we kind of in the mindset, well, I need to lose some weight. So skipping a meal is okay. It is not okay. It will jack up your blood sugar and is actually only going to make you gain more weight. So let's just eat on a regular basis. Number two is monitor the foods you are eating. Find out what foods work best for you. Now, it could be just from monitoring your blood sugar. It can go on how you feel, or you can do something like Lynn Janae Residus's diet, the metabolism plan, understanding what foods affect you best. Either way, we have to monitor our how we're feeling and seeing what foods are working for us best. Now, we want to be mindful of our carb intake. Remember, carbs are fuels. If you're not burning them, you are storing them and they are messing up your glucose if you're having too many ones that are high in sugars and doesn't have the fiber to help disperse it a little bit better. So that brings us to our second tip, increase your fiber intake. We want to be eating more fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean meats. You know, the same thing I tell you on almost any episode of this podcast on what a healthy diet looks like. We want to make sure we're eating more whole foods, less processed foods, and that even goes for your healthy processed foods. Because let me tell you, healthy processed foods are the same crap with a higher price tag and an organic label half the time. They're still high in sodium, they're still high in sugar, and guess what? It's still processed, even though it'll say minimally processed. And I'm using my air quotes over here because it's still crap. If it's coming from a box, it's processed foods, so stick with more of your fresh fruits and vegetables and lean proteins. Now, when the third thing we want to look at is our exercise. Are we moving? I know so many diabetics that have nerve issues in their feet, in their hands, and it's not comfortable to move. And I get it. I had a grandmother that had horrible diabetes. She lost toes because of her diabetes. And ultimately, her diabetes led to heart disease and eventually killed her. And just at a young age, she went to work, came home, dropped dead. And that's not what we want. We want a good, fulfilling life. But I'll tell you, my grandmother was significantly overweight and definitely did not exercise. I don't even think that she exercised in a day in her life. So we want to make sure we are getting movement. Now, movement doesn't have to be boot camp style classes or going to CrossFit or even hitting the gym and doing a ton of weights. Doesn't have to be like that. It could just be getting out in nature, going for a hike, going for a bike ride, maybe walking the dog, anything that gets you moving. And as you get more comfortable with movement, you are going to want to move more. Let me tell you, it's like that, um, that saying that if something's in motion, stays in motion, it's the same thing. We will naturally be moving. Now, if you're like, Laura, all of that is still too much for me. Well, let me tell you, swimming is a great place to start. It takes all the pressure off your joints and it helps really get you moving as you're moving through the water. So there's so many classes that are based on that. If that's still not your style, there is tons of online um, YouTube videos of getting people moving, chair workouts, anything to start getting you moving. And that's really important. We want to start moving if we know movement is our issue. Now, here's the other caveat to that. And we talked a little bit about in last week's episode about blood pressure. 
If you are already stressed out and you're stressing yourself out more physically, maybe too many boot camp classes or too many CrossFit classes, internal stress can be raising your blood sugar. I know times and I've heard from so many other diabetics that when they are under stress, their blood sugar is all over the place. I can tell you for me personally, being a hypoglycemic, having low blood sugar, that me being stressed out makes my blood instability even worse. So this goes again for mental, physical, emotional stress, All of that is going to affect your blood sugar numbers as well. So making sure that we're controlling that stress as well. So not all the time is it about moving more. It might be about maybe moving less. But really take that solid inventory and looking at yourself. If you know that you're not moving much, move more. If you are super active and running around crazy and and you know you are stressed and feel like you never sit down, maybe start sitting down and taking a moment and relaxing a little bit. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, definitely let me know and I will talk to you next week. And don't forget to eat those effing veggies.